I feel like I have found the cheat code to being able to stay in shape and do it fairly easily and do it in very little time. And I really want to share these things with you because I really think that it can kind of um, get rid of our misconception that because you want to reach for your fitness goals or because you want to have that certain body, it's going to take up all your time and you're going to be in the kitchen all day. Welcome to Intention Living with Atusa. In this podcast, we talk about all topics of self-development. My goal is to help you show up as the best version of yourself so that you can live the life you truly want for yourself. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, I want to ask you to share the episodes that have really made an impact in your life. I really want to be able to reach people that are struggling with the same issues, but they might not know that there's a way out or they don't know that there's a better way of doing things. So if something has really helped you, just do the good deed of being able to spread that to someone that is also going through the same struggles. I would really greatly appreciate it. Hey guys, in this episode, we are going to be talking about how to make your weight loss journey or your fat loss journey 10 times easier. So this means that finding ways to making the meal prep part easier, finding ways to make that entire process a lot faster, a lot more efficient so that you're not spending your entire day in the kitchen cooking healthy meals and making alternative uh, healthy snacks and just spending your entire life basically cooking and about food and diet and exercise. We want to make this really efficient so that we find a simple, easy process that is long-term sustainable that you can do for the rest of your life and that this isn't like some fat diet where you do for two months and then you give up on it because your entire life is like about diet and exercise and it's miserable. So this is about finding a way that is consistent, finding a way that is gradual, sustainable, and it is not going to take up a lot of your time and you can actually achieve the goals, the body goals that you want, be able to build the lean muscle or um, just have fat loss or whatever body goals that you have and be able to do it while still having other things going on in your life. I have a full-time job. I have a my life coaching business. I also travel and I hang out with my friends and being able to do all that and go to the gym and be able to accomplish these results, I need a way that is efficient. So as a life coach, my job is to help you really accomplish the goals that you want for yourself, the vision that you have of your life at like a 10 out of 10 of not really settling for good enough but what is that like vision that you have for your body that sculpted body and that maybe even you follow certain fitness influencers that you kind of want the same or similar body types as them and be able to kind of sculpt it in that way of course you're not going to have the exact same body as someone else your body's going to look different but you can always have that sculpted version of yourself If that's really what you want or that's bulked up version of yourself, whatever vision that you have for your body to be at a 10 out of 10. And I want you to realize that you do deserve that, not because that body type is going to make you happier or make you 100% confident. No, because you have that vision for your life and you deserve to have things that are not just good enough, but also raise your standards in life and have the dream body that you want and work for the things that you truly want, work for the dream life that you want, because you're going to either be spending your time doing things that are not important to you or creating your dream life. And also realize that there's nothing wrong with your body right now. You will not be that much happier. Everything will not be rainbows and sunshine once you actually reach that goal. The 
really the point of this is to have the process of continuously striving for more, continuously asking more of yourself and seeing your own growth and progress in every area of your life. So there are certain things that prevents people from getting started with actually creating their dream body or there are certain things that actually stop people in their progress of accomplishing the goals that they have and sometimes they might think that the price tag for getting the goal the body that they want is just too high they think that they need to spend again their entire day in the kitchen cooking healthy meals or that you need to cut off all the snacks that you love or that you need to stop snacking altogether or just eat really gross food and just eat like chicken breast and broccoli and rice every day to get the body that you want and that is not true you do not have to starve yourself you do not have to give up everything that you love you just have to make some minor adjustments in your lifestyle in order to be able to reach the goals that you want for yourself and be able to maintain those for the rest of your life so we're not talking about here um, having this new fat diet where you just spend two months going on this like extreme calorie deficit and torturing yourself and then falling off of it because that's not sustainable but finding a new identity a new way of living that is going to be who you are now so you are going to be this like gym girl this fitness girl this like lean person and in order to create a change in lifestyle altogether we need to make um, adjustments that are gradual that are sustainable, that are simple to follow so that you can actually sustain it for the rest of your life. That also means that you still need to incorporate things that you love, things that you love to do currently, but still make some adjustments, make some sacrifices, not everything. Now I'm gonna show you everything that I do, everything that has worked for me. Of course, this is not gonna be an exact copy and paste of what's gonna work for you in your life. This like video is really the purpose is to, first of all, take whatever ideas that you can and use it and leave the rest, but also start finding solutions in your own life, in your own journey that you have with the goals that you have, and realize that it is possible to make this process so much easier and sustainable and just um, as a new way of living. It's not gonna, in the beginning, it's not gonna flow as easily. You're gonna need to spend some time experimenting. It is gonna take up your time experimenting, finding methods. Right now, it does not really take that much time for me to hit my goals and to actually have fat loss and build lean muscle because I have already spent a lot of time um, researching, watching videos and experimenting with different things and foods and um, different ways of doing things. I spent a lot of time doing that but that's that initial stage is just an experimental stage. Then you can find things that is very efficient or even if you just copy and paste what I do, but it might not work for you exactly. That will help you just speed up a lot of the time that it requires actually being able to do this and not need to invest that much time in the long term. Now, as a disclaimer, I am not a nutritionist. I am not a doctor. So it's very important for when you are altering things that is related to your nutrition because your body actually needs that nutrition to function properly. You do your own research, you reach out to a nutritionist, a doctor, whoever you want <laughs> to be able to actually help you do this safely. Especially for women, having lower body fat percentage can be dangerous because we need it for our hormone production, our reproductive system. And I am currently in the process of learning where is that safe lower body fat percentage that I can reach for and maintain that um, I can do blood work for and make sure that my hormones are not messed up because of it. And again, this is what works for me. If it doesn't work for you, 
do your own thing. So this is really what has worked for me and has allowed me to spend around 30 minutes. And if I want to be generous, maybe an hour a week on meal prepping, everything to do around the meals that I have every single day and be able to hit my macros and calories that I track on my fitness tracking or my fitness pal and be able to consistently and gradually um, have fat loss and be able to build lean muscle. I feel like I have found the cheat code to being able to stay in shape and do it fairly easily and do it in very little time. And I really want to share these things with you because I really think that it can kind of um, get rid of our misconception that because you want to reach for your fitness goals or because you want to have that certain body, it's going to take up all your time and you're going to be in the kitchen all day or you're going to be at the gym all day. I also don't spend my entire life at the gym either. Of course, this is more of the diet portion of my fitness journey, but I go four times a week. I go an hour, sometimes hour and a half and I do not do that much cardio. I just do high intensity cardio once a week. And the rest of the time, I try to just get some steps in. So the first thing that has really extremely helped me is tracking my calories. And this is not to go in it with the attitude of being really obsessive around it or really stressed around it and feeling like, um, I know like it's almost like a trigger for some people, but the way that I always approached it was being really curious and wanting to learn about foods. Like the reason I track calories is just so I know roughly how much calories is and what. Why do we um, say that certain things are healthy and not healthy? Like I stopped using the terms healthy and unhealthy because it doesn't really matter. We all have different definitions of that. What I really care about is having like an 80-20 rule of 80% of my diet just being less processed, more whole foods, um, having better quality sources of those foods, and then the 20% whatever I want. So even if something isn't like labeled unhealthy or junk food, it just means that like if I eat too much of it, then I'm not going to be able to hit my macros, like the protein that I want to hit per day within the calories that I have set for myself. So it's not about like the junk food being bad or anything wrong with eating it like it's literally neutral. There's nothing wrong with it. Having small amounts of processed food is fine. It's having sweeteners or diet soda or all those things are fine. They're all just in moderation because you're not going to be able to get all the good nutrients and hit your macros and get all the fiber that you need for your to hit your goals and for your body to function properly if you have that as the majority of your diet. So it's not about cutting out things and needing to be healthy all the time. It's just about learning about food of like, why do we need to eat these certain foods more? And why do we need to have these foods as like a smaller portion of our daily intake? And you do not have to track forever. I still do track, but it can be after a while that you kind of can see how many grams is in certain things like you can eye things out more you can do a more rough track eventually as you have done this consistently consistently for a while but you can also eventually move on to just eyeing things out because you'll know how to portion your foods the amount of protein that you want to have and the amount of carbs like having a smaller amount portion of carbs and having more vegetables like those adjustments that you know how to make because you have taken the time to learn about food and track your calories and see how you need to eat in order to hit your macros in terms of an actual deficit i've gone 
to 13% less than my maintenance calories based on the calculation of doing my maintenance calories by doing my weight in pounds and multiplying it by 15 as my maintenance. And for that deficit, I just multiplied it by 13. So I didn't use the online um, calorie deficit. Sometimes they can be pretty um, like a lot more dramatic. They can do like the 30% deficit. It's up to you, whatever you want to do. I find that the gradual one makes it feel less like dieting. It's better for your hormones, especially as a woman, to not have those like dramatic changes in your calories before I did a dramatic change. And of course you see faster results, but it can have a lot of negative impacts. And I also have a lot of days where if I go on vacation, it might be closer to a maintenance calorie, um, but I try to consistently stay with that range of the 1470 calories a day. That might be not enough for you. So just do whatever research that you want to figure that out, but just figure out a way to make it more sustainable and not do um, something dramatic because if you rush to try to get the results, it's less likely that you're gonna actually sustain this for the rest of your life. We're talking about a lifetime here, not your summer apps. <laughs> so really to just take you through my day, every single morning I have overnight oats and the reason why I have the same thing every single morning is because one, I love overnight oats with Greek yogurt and I can make variations of it. Like I make apple cinnamon or you can make cacao and strawberry. You can make um, like a pumpkin spice version. You can do so many different variations of it and I use vanilla Greek yogurt. So it tastes like a dessert in the morning. I, every morning I basically like look forward to it. So I can have the exact same breakfast every single morning. I don't have to. I can find a lot of other variations of making like eggs with egg whites or I can make protein pancakes. But in order to save time, I just do not like to be in the kitchen all the time. I don't want to be making decisions every morning about what I'm going to eat because all of that is going to take away from the time that I have to spend on other things. And I just don't care about food in such a way to spend all my time on it. So every single morning I have the overnight oats and it gives me majority of the protein that I need to take for the day. So I start off with a really high protein intake. Depending on the protein powder that I've been using, it goes anywhere from 40 grams of protein for my overnight oats to 50 grams. And I have that as the first thing. And I have been moving towards doing two meals a day because it's really hard to overeat when you eat twice a day. And then what has also really helped me tremendously with being able to hit my macros within the meals that I have and not have to be cooking because I really don't like to spend that much time in the kitchen and I don't want to be spending the entire day just like uh, meal prepping either. I really don't enjoy that. So what I did was I bought pre-cooked meals and I have had a bad experience in the past with these meals like tasting really gross, really unseasoned and really gross consistency. But I found this website, Halal Meals. So this just shows you, you got to keep experimenting, finding different places and websites and things to try out. But this Halal Meals, they have like super seasoned properly, like I'm Middle Eastern, I like seasoned food. And it tastes amazing, like it tastes like outside food. And they have an option for low calorie, high protein meals. And it is about $14 a meal. But because I have been doing two meals a day, so I always have the same breakfast, now I have my like dinner as well. The $14 a day is not that much because I don't need two meals. There are different uh, protein intake calculations. Um, you don't want to go too high because it can really 
affect your kidney function. But based on it, the regular calculations, it says anywhere from 1.6 um, grams per kilogram to 2.2 grams per kilogram. So based on what, when I started, it was around 87 grams. So my lower limit that I try to hit is 87 grams of protein a day to my higher limit of around 115 grams. So that's the range that I try to stay within. I usually at least make it to 100 grams per day. So with the overnight oats, majority of the protein, and then the pre-cooked meals, having the rest of those, sometimes it might not cover the entire protein intake. So what I do with the snack that I have, I have really um, easy pre-packaged, like easy to make snacks that are high protein as well that are my go-to ones. And high protein snacks do tend to fill you up more and they're more satiating instead of like having a bag of chips or something like that. There's nothing again wrong with those. I still like when I crave something, whether that's chocolate, whether that's chips, whatever it is, I still try to have it because I found that before when I would um, be like, oh, well, I like I just don't want to waste my calories on that. I'll um, have something else that's more nutritious. I would binge eventually on those things. So what I found is like, if I crave something, I try to at least fit it in or maybe a small amounts of it in there. But you do want to maybe find snacks that are higher in protein or more volume snacks but that's popcorn where you can have a lot of it it's more satiating or jello you can have a lot more of it satiating sometimes like changing the junk foods that you eat so having that breakfast every single day decided ahead of time and my lunch or my lunch slash dinner is already decided ahead of time because it's already pre-cooked and I put the macros in there in my tracking app. The rest of it, I can do whatever I want with it, um, especially if I've already hit the protein. I can have junk food or I can have more fruits and veggies to increase my fiber intake because fiber is really good for you. But those are, again, those are going to be really easy, simple um, things that I can just grab. So some of my favorite like high protein snacks would be the Baby Bell um, low-fat those cheese uh, round balls and as well as having cottage cheese with crackers and grapes like not everyone's really into that but I can have that snack like almost every single day because I'm obsessed with it so just finding snacks that are easy to put together that is not going to take up a lot of time and you're not there making those like modification recipes with high protein um just like pastries and stuff like that like if that's something that works for you and you really love snacks that might be something worth investing your time in but for me what I really prioritize is taste speed and cost and because the meals I only get one a day the cost is fairly low to be able to maintain this um, especially taking into account all the time that it will be taking actually cooking and cleaning and going to a grocery store or even ordering my meals like those take up a lot of time. The speed being the second one, that means that majority of the time I am not in the kitchen and I am making quick snacks or th just putting things together or having prepackaged stuff instead of having to make stuff from scratch. Third one being taste, like I really think that you need to enjoy what you're eating because you're not gonna be, again, finding it sustainable to do it for the rest of your life. I look forward to the foods that I eat now. You might actually need some time for your taste palates to adjust if you've been eating a diet that is completely different, highly processed, highly um, like sugary foods and stuff like that. Your taste palate will adjust, give it some time, but you do actually want to stick more towards the foods that you really love. Again, what I found has really helped with speed is eating similar things every single day or maybe a list of things that you have, maybe five or ten meals 
that you've already decided that you can rotate through. Maybe the less options that you have, the better. But really figure out what you really care about because if you are prioritizing variety or freshness, you might have different solutions than I do. But for the things that I really care about, this is what has really worked well for me. Amount of mental energy that I save and time that I save not deciding every single day what I'm going to eat and I'm thinking about food all day, it has been able to open up a lot of space for me to spend time on other things that I care about as well. And aside from the overnight oats in the morning and then the pre-cooked meals, just some of the stuff that I buy are fermented foods and I have a little bit of fermented food with my meal every single day because it's amazing for gut health. I also buy fruits to be able to have as a snack as well, um, just to have the nutrients from the fruits, have more fiber from those fruits. And last thing that I decided this week to do is start buying the mixed greens to have with the pre-cooked meals because sometimes it just feels like it does not have enough vegetables. So I just want to kind of add a little bit more of that in there. Something that has really helped me do the two meals a day has been drinking coffee in between um, the breakfast and the dinner because it suppresses your appetite. And what I also really do is to try not to waste too much calories on drinks. So when I go out to drink, I do a vodka soda which is the lowest calorie drink. I don't keep making decisions around drinks. I have the same thing every single time. 70 calories per drink. And with my coffee, I have black iced coffee most of the time, or I might add some milk to it. But I always use a sweetener, like a sugar-free sweetener. And I stopped drinking as much matcha lattes just because majority of it was milk. And I just don't want to spend that calories on drinks. But I switch things up. I just personally stick to things, whether that's just water mostly black iced coffee and teas, which don't have calories because then I can have the calories for other things, foods that I want to eat because that's what I care about. You might care about drinks a lot more and why not save those calories for your drinks? Also really taking a look at as you're tracking everything in the beginning so that you're more educated on things, just um, leaning towards sauces because sauces can take up calories as well if you're making your own foods or if you're adding it to those pre-cooked meals um really like leaning towards like hot sauces where they have less calories or low fat mayo um low fat cream cheese like having those alteration of the low fat because fat just has more calories not because fat is anything is wrong with fat it just means that you can have more of it without um, taking up a lot of the calories so making those adjustments even having things like salsa you kind of now know these are the sauces that you're more going to choose from and that's just going to be a part of your lifestyle diet and it's going to help save some of those calories. Same thing with the drinks, it's going to help save some of those calories and you are going to be by no time finding it a lot easier to stay consistently within the calories that you've set for yourself and be able to reach your goals, especially because you're not going on this dramatic calorie deficit. I really hope that this video has helped you Realize that you can raise your standards in life and reach for the goals that you have for yourself and do it in a way that is exciting and you can see the progress. That is not obsessive, that's not an easy eating disorder. It's just a goal that you have, a vision that you have for your life and you want to accomplish that vision and you can do it in a way that does not take up all your time and energy. Now, if you have a body goal and that vision for your body being that like sculpted or whatever, like... 10 out of 10 looks like for you with your body I would love to help you accomplish that goal especially if you've had a hard time doing it on your own and if you find that you have been constantly on and off diets and not being able to keep this like consistent sustainable way of doing things and actually sticking to it long term I would love to help you with that especially if you have other things going on and you're really busy and you just cannot spend 
all of your time on dieting and exercise and you want to do it in a way that takes up very little time, I can help you accomplish that more efficiently and being able to actually stick to it because it doesn't require too much of your time. And when we work together, you will be doing it in a way that is more fun and exciting and lighthearted, seeing your progress and reaching for new goals and bigger goals without it actually being something that is obsessive and being something that is rejecting your current body and not feeling worthy and not feeling attractive. So really working on the overall aspect of the weight loss and your diet as well. So if you are interested, fill out a coaching application in the comments below in the show notes and we will spend an hour really taking a look at what your goals are, what's working for you, what's not working for you and create a plan to help you accomplish your goal. Thank you so much for spending the time listening to this episode. I will see you next week with another one. Bye.